All right, I'm going to go live um, because now you guys can't see this because it's behind the screen. So when you go on StreamYard, you can see yourself and everybody wants to come in. And then uh, you got to you got to allow them to come in by clicking on them. And you can I can see Jack. He's giving me the finger right now. I'm going to let him stay at the kids table during Thanksgiving or, or whatever. Because um, he fucking uh, celebration, the Scandinavians celebrate. We'll just let him sit there for a bit right now. Oh, look at him. He's got he's got a professional looking. Well, that's a real serious looking microphone and a boom there. He doesn't have a turtleneck on. Uh, I don't know if him and. uh uh, Miss Kuantaha, he faced what's her name, Elizabeth Holmes. I don't so he's just he's got a cap. Man, he looks like an American truck driver about to say something smart. Whoa, Guns blazing right away, aren't we? Oh, you're coming in hot. You're coming in. Oh, hot. yeah. Oh, there yeah. We, Let's right, go. Let's right. go. We've been angry. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> what I got, I hate to pay a compliment to you. You look great. Why, thank you. Do uh, was that because of Portugal or you diet or are you back on no carbs? Or what? You look uh, no idea. No idea. Just, yeah, I, d- I did grow out like the mustache and the beard a bit more, but that's kind of it. And maybe you got a bit tan, but like the, the studio lamp is right in front of me. So how's that? No, that's, no, that's fine. I was actually paying Whoa. you a compliment. I, um, <clears throat> actually, now that I hit you, you're probably the perfect person to ask this a professional question. Um, Ooh. I've hit on a new workout regimen uh, for whatever reason, I have also been getting compliments that, Oh, Clary, you're looking good. You're looking good. And, and, you know, it comes from my audience, which is rare not to have peanuts. Mostly men head. as well. Mostly men. So, yeah. Usually yeah. it's, it's questioning my sexuality, but, um, and I've gone, I dropped about since I got here, 13 pounds and nice. I have not seen a gym, uh, in about a month. And I know exactly what it is putting in retaining walls and doing a lot of work, but, with the house, there was a reason women were thin back in the day because maintaining a home takes a lot of calories of energy. You're vacuuming, you're cleaning, making food. Uh, but as it pertains to the house, there's new stuff, you know, mowing the yard, uh, you know, installing things, all that other stuff. And I've, I've dropped some weight simply because of that. But here's here's the difference. Uh, if I'm getting the results I want, whether it's doing labor on my house or going to the gym, my logic is like, well, if I work on my house, at least there's a, I get the physique, but I also have an end product. I go to the gym. All I get is physical improvement. And there's a piece of me really kind of leaning towards, all right, well, what else could I do on my house, particularly landscape? Because that'd be the most labor intensive where at the end of it, I have something to show for it aside from merely gains. Uh, mm-hmm. on my body i don't think I'll, I'll never attend the gym again i'm certainly not going to give up my membership but just why aren't con- you getting a home gym i i don't know i mean i guess i got the room for it now get a rack um, get a bar well, get some plates and done well here's the other reason when i go down to the southern command i don't have room for a home gym there and so then mm-hmm. i go i go to my gym down there and it, mm-hmm. and back in the day when I was doing more traveling on the motorcycle, it was always good to hop in because my gym is nationwide. So I could always get a workout and a shower. But right now, for the economist is me, it's like, yeah, I've always wanted to put in vineyards. All right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be digging holes. I know everyone in America thinks vineyards. It's it's liberal white women, you know, drinking wine. And well, no, the Mexicans and, and the men do all the work uh, toiling in the fields. But if I were to put in vineyards, you got to dig the holes. You got to carry the the posts out. 
You got maybe even put down some concrete. So I was thinking like this, this might be a, um, a, a, a more beneficial, economically beneficial. Cause man, it'd be nice. If, if any of you guys come visit, I would show you my perfectly uh, landscape yard, you know, the terrace, you know, with retaining walls and everything. So, um, yeah, so it's just a, an idea that crossed my mind. But, and when you have the vineyard, the women come to you. What a beautiful mug, by the way. A beautiful. This is an amazing mug. One of yeah, a kind. Only and I mean the, the face world. on it. The mug in itself is terrible, but the yeah, mug. That is face a mug, on. isn't it? That is yeah. a mug. That's, that's a mug, all right. Uh, how was uh, how was Portugal? You 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 went off. Tell tell people about. Yeah, but before I go off, huh? I mean, why is Ryan Stone your hero? I know he's the heavyweight I'm wearing coach. His shirt. I'm wearing his shirt. <clears throat> he uh, he's he's punchy. I like Ryan. Um, oh, Ryan, I would say I know he he'll, he'll never admit to this. He is, I would say, the smartest guy, uh, except for Carl. Carl is a satellite in orbit. Ryan Stone is the SR seventy one Blackbird, and most of us are rank and file F fifteen mm. fighter planes. But Ryan has, he'll say a joke that is really funny. But you need an IQ of 155 or, or higher to get, to get it. it. Yeah, mm. yeah. And so, and and I can I could sympathize a little bit with his frustration. So I like to poke fun at Ryan because he's always but tortured. The, you know what the weird thing is? And I said this, uh, we have our little Discord server as well. Mm. And somebody said as well, like, Ryan is the smartest guy in the sphere. And this is not to disrespect Ryan. No, but I was no, like, we're describing it's it. not necessarily he's the smartest, but he's the most switched on. I don't know if, if you've ever read his Reddit posts. No. But he is like the embodiment of mental point of origin and get yours. Plus the fact he doesn't want much. He is not the guy who says, I want to be a millionaire just for the sake of millionaire. He's like, oh, I can do it with 500 grand. Fine. But you'll never hear him about it. He's now just playing Minecraft and Tekken on YouTube. And he's perfectly happy because he's getting his. He wants nothing to do with all this showboating that's going on in Manosphere 2.0 trademark. So he actually understands the whole what do you want and get yours kind of thing instead of trying to be this beacon of um, example for everybody that guys who have um, confidence issues want to look up at because yeah. as we all know marketing is nothing more than playing on people's insecurities he he is god i hate to pay him so much compliments but he, he's kind of earned it um Two characters he reminds me of in the movies. Uh, Rorschach from... Uh, really? Watchmen? The Watchmen in the regards that he's very independent and he just doesn't necessarily go along with the flow. And then also the analyst Fuller in the movie, A Bridge Too Far, where Harry, my Dutch advisor, makes an appearance. But there's another guy called Fuller where his commanding... Fuller's like sounding the alarms, trying to warn the allies. Like, look, there's German panzers. There's... This is... We're getting data from the resistance and all that. And then um, he's always shot down by the higher-ups, but his immediate commanding officers, you know, Fuller, I wouldn't take it too personally. You know, people, you know, they may disagree with you, but they like you because you make us edgy. You tell us things. And I think Ryan is kind of our Fuller where he'll... he'll, I I don't think it's... um, insincere he's not disagreeing to disagree but i like having him as a check like are we getting too far up our own asses and ryan is always there to pull us out kind of you know what i found so hilarious like the last podcast 
you, Ryan, and I did. I believe that was some rule zero in the beginning. And he started asking you think about uh he started asking you things about economics. Mm-hmm. And he was pulling your leg, but you didn't notice. Oh, see, that's and you fine. started freaking out. And I was just laughing like, Clary, he's fucking with you. Come on. And you were like, no, Ryan, we can't have it like that. Right. You're just sitting there. Well, all right. Now, in my defense, in my defense, Canadians are like little children. They're naive. They're innocent. Very nice. Very polite. They vote for trust on baby pussies. And like, Ugh. so. He's kind of a babe in the woods in that regard, but I, I should have had more faith in Ryan and, and known his Canadianism would not have affected him. So he's a very highly intellectual babe in the woods. Am I getting this right? No, I think he is he is the wolf in the herd of cows or sheep in Canada, uh, but and he resists the Canadian brainwashing. Uh, but he's still polite and civile, as all Canadians must be. We've we've been fluffing the heavyweight coach way too much. <clears throat> yeah. He ignores me too much for be kind to him. So. <laughs> hey, but uh, out of curiosity, though, uh, you did take a little bit of a vacation. What uh, yes. what was it? Because you you jetted off, I jetted off. Rolo was forced to jet off because he got sick. Um. So, but you and I actually took. Oh, who else? Who else? There was someone else that took like a fuck it. I'm out. Rob? For a month, a sabbatical. But guys are taking their the reprieve and the rest and relaxation. Why why'd you head off to Portugal? Well, that was the bright idea of my former bass player. And he knew I kind of wanted to like do reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have a place for you in Portugal. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Without even considering like all the um logistics. Yes. Well, the logistics were taken care of, but the facilities, that's the word I was looking for. Without even considering the facilities, I was like, oh, I can leave? Sure, let's do it. And I asked him, okay, what is this all about? Well, we're building a retreat for kids who got dropped out of the school system because of intellectual reasons or behavioral reasons, blah, blah, blah. So there's going to be a lot of manual labor. And I was kind of like, you know what? I experience a lot more. What's the word I'm looking for here? Like when you joy, pride, pride with physical labor than anything else. Although like helping the guys out with losing weight and things like that, that is great as well. That really gives me fulfillment. But if I have to choose or um, if I have to choose another thing, it will be physical labor as well. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's do it. And I even I didn't even think about asking like grocery stores or things like that or whatever or a bit of a population. I was like, oh, there's going to be plenty of people there. It turned out it was only me, him, and the local, and then his girlfriend showed up for two weeks. So those two left, and the nearest grocery store was thirty minutes by car. Everything else wow, was just wow. You were you were out there. We were off grid, man, and okay. all the internet was dependent on my uh, phone subscription. So I'm gonna get a phone bill of uh, a lot. Hmm. It's not that much. It's more than normal. Like normally, I pay under ten bucks, and now it's about a hundred. Oh, oh well, life sucks. Oh, then you die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. I really liked the experience. The view was great. I showed you a couple of pictures. Yeah, like yeah Every morning nice. you stepped outside nice. and there was just mountains around you and you could see the sunrise above the mountains. And that was just awesome to see. But it was a bit too off-grid for me. It's like, okay, and this is the only time I will use this word, so don't worry, guys. 
I have the privilege to be born in Western Europe, where we have clean tap water, nice bathrooms, internet that is like almost always available, and just a bit modernity.、Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go back and play tradcon in the woods. It's like nah, like minimalism, sure, but to regress on technology and facilities, nah. See, that's why I thought you went there. The pictures you were showing me, it looked very rust. Like you were almost at a barn. I'm like, is he going on some kind of mental retreat to just get away and unplug? And you were not. You were going there to like maybe hang out and relax a little bit and do some reconnaissance. But it ended up being camping in in Portugal. Yeah.、Oh. So I'm really glad I did it. It was awesome. A、uh, couple of things didn't go as planned, but fuck that shit. But like the manual labor, lifting logs, lifting、mm-hmm. stones,、uh, getting the bark off of trees, riding on the back of a tractor up the mountain, walking、mm-hmm. up and down the mountain with a wheelbarrow, things like、yeah. that. It was.、Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'm not kidding. The thing I'm most proud of on my house.、Um, It's it's not the craftsmanship putting on like level、uh, handles and level shelving is my retaining walls because that took a lot of damn physical labor wheelbarrows full of rock and dirt and all that、um, and and then at the end and, and I know younger people will not understand this and I think you have to and I I gotta refine this theory but it's it's the concept of novelty boredom. And <clears throat> joy, what you derive happiness and joy of, and that is always a moving target. It constantly changes as you age. Because when you're a little kid, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example.、Um, one of my buddies came to visit me out here, which which is a foreign concept to all you guys and the masculine geeks. But one of these days, I'll explain how visiting friends works. But that's all right. Atham and Chad are the only people I need right now. So,、um, th- so we went to downtown Rapid City, and、uh, there's a little water park where the water. Shoots out of the ground, and then and then the little kids run and play. So there's got to be this, not even three, like a two year old who just learned he could run.、Hmm. And me and the guy, my buddy, were looking at this little kid, and he's running because at times the water would come out,、hmm. and he he'd run to the water all excited. The water would spray up. He'd get all excited, and then he'd run back to his mom. And then he he'd wait, and he run back to the thing. The water come out. He get all excited, run back to his mom. My buddy's like, "Look, I want that. I want I want to be that kid. Look how he, he's just running around. All he's doing is running. That's it. That's all he has, and he's excited to run." And I was starting to think like, "Yeah," because he's never done it before. And what ends up happening is、uh, when you're a kid and you don't have responsibilities. Okay, yeah, you're gonna go do the things that are fun. But over time, like I, I'll ask you this: You're not as old as me, but maybe are you excited about going to the movie theaters anymore? Oh fuck that! Did I tell you the last time I went? No, I'm kind of curious. Okay, so、um, Watson was like, "Hey, Jack, The Northman is out," and、mm. I heard some reviews about them, and the the thing about The Northman was. It isn't as shitty as normal Hollywood grind. Okay, exactly. <laughs> which, which to me already is a hey. This would be not a movie you would want to see if everything else was normal. So、mm. it's still below the bar. And I'm like, Watson, do we really want to do this? It's like twelve euros per person. It's not much, but I know better things to do with twelve euros. Right. He's like, yeah, but at least we'll get out of the house and things like that. I'm like, good point. 
Good point. We're going to a theater again. Man, it's fun for old time's sake because we used to go to like these B horror movies like Friday the 13th part, whatever. We scored sure. free popcorn once like okay. that because you're two winning girls there, walked all right? out. Yeah. No high <laughs> expectations. You know what you're getting into. I mean, two girls walked out and I looked at them. I'm like, hey, you, uh, you're going to leave that there? They're like, yeah, we don't want to finish the movie. Like, fuck this shit. Really? <laughs> free awesome. popcorn. Right, yeah. Man. But so we watched The Northman and like it wasn't bad, but it was kind of like anticlimactic. And the theater didn't add much to the experience of watching it at home would have mm-hmm. done. Right. It's like, well, eh. Yeah. See, and that that's where I'm, I'm kind of the same thing with Maverick. Everyone says Maverick is this great movie, which I don't doubt for a second. Like uh, Critical Drinker said it's great. All my friends said it's great. Aaron, you got to see it. Yeah, but do I got to go to the theater? Like, do I get and see? But when I was a kid, oh my god, I remember I was three years old. We saw uh Puff the Magic Dragon. My grandpa took me to see Aww. it in the theater. Oh boy, man, you could not get uh, grandpa. And then and then, and then we got I got chocolate milk at the Red Owl, which is the grocery three store. Bucks? Three, three bucks. Oh god, it was probably two wow. bucks back then. It was probably this is 1978. Man. Carter's inflation hadn't fully kicked in yet. Okay. Well, we so, need to talk about that, by the way. Well, I need to well, ask you, you know, something. You're going to ask me. I, I'm, I'm retired from economics. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm already excited because grandpa's there, right? The world's mm. greatest man. Okay. And then we get to go to the theater. And oh. it almost didn't matter what was on the film or in the movie screen. And, and Puff the Magic Dragon was that. Oh, and I also remember seeing Jungle Book. I remember seeing Jungle Book uh, also with my grandpa. And it it wasn't necessarily the movie. It was the experience. Like, oh, it's dark. Look at how big that screen is. Oh, colors and action. It was just like that little kid running back and forth. But what happens over time is, is novelty is eroded with familiarity. Mm-hmm. And the initial <clears throat> excitement, joy, happiness you get out of it. Now, as you get older, there's less and less excitement and fun stuff. And and logically, you're going to do the fun stuff, the thing that attracts you the most first. So it's going to be play. It's going to be ice cream. It's going to be what we would all consider traditionally um, uh, circus carnival amusement park fun. All right. But now, like the movies, even considering the movies have gone to crap, you don't want to deal with the people. Um. The chore, the price, the cost, the lower quality, that experience is tedium now. It's not that fun. Going out to eat, I'm kind of like, I never enjoyed that. Right, right. And so when I'm starting to realize, but it's going away, like you need something new. And what I have found is you'll kind of go in this mid-range, well, I'll go out nightclubbing. I'll chase the opposite sex. Maybe I'll get into Vice, and you know what inevitably smart, wise men get to the point of that gives them joy? Other people. Well, other people, but I'm talking activities. Like, yeah, production. Hmm. I have not gotten a hit of dopamine like I have until, like, I finish a book or, more recently, The Retaining Walls. And because it's like, do I want to go to the movie theater? Not really. But at least putting together a retaining wall is somewhat novel and there's production at the end. When I mow my yard, okay, is that labor? Yes, it is labor, but you get those 
great lines where you go down one way and you come up the other way. And because of the way the grass lays, it has a different reflection. So you got that football stadium grass mm-hmm. look to it. And I'm thinking like, this is it. I happen upon it. And instead of people trying to go back <clears throat> and cause you can't, you can't be that two-year-old running back and forth with the water. You know the water's going to come out. You've flashed in the water. You've done that. And I've done fun things. Like when you come here, I'm going to I'm gonna have a test for you, Jack. When you come here, mm-hmm. I have a test for everybody. It's called the swinging rope. All right? So Rapid Creek comes out of the mountains. All right? It goes through Rapid City, and there's a city park. And there's mm-hmm. a bend in it where the erosion has eroded kind of a, a swimming hole. And someone put a swinging rope on the tree. You can <laughs> swing like Tarzan into the creek. Now, Uh-oh. 95 degree day, which is whatever it is in Celsius for you, you conformists, you communists out there in, in uh, Europe. <clears throat> Do you know who has gone off? I've had many people visit. Do you know who's gone off the swinging rope? None. Me and the tornado chasing kid. Atham sat there, Chad sat there, the GF has sat there, all my friends of the Twin Cities have sat there. No one wanted to do the fun. And so here's this one precious thing I could go back and like a kid enjoy, because how many times do you go off a swinging rope like a Mountain Dew commercial into into a creek? So it's, yeah. I do have a story about that when I was a kid, but go on. Well, anyway, so... Aside from exceptionally rare things, like there's a, a couple places you go cliff jumping into lakes and all that. All that remains as you get older and the novelty of the things that were traditionally childlike, innocent, young person-like fun, that is going to go away. And I think the the wise men, the people who have some kind of contentment and achievement in life are those that focus on production, not slaving away, but some kind of craft. Some kind of, you know, like I want to put in some vineyards. I want to put in some some vines. Why? Because I want to grow grapes or something like that. Not really, but I want to like look at it. And at the end of the day, have a peaceful, relaxing, you know, those are my vineyards. I put those in there. And maybe I make money on, maybe I don't. It's it's not the issue. But then I can- You bring the white part. women. <laughs> I don't know. No. You're going to sit there hey, in I your got, rocking chair and be like, where are my white women at? I got, I got a story about- <laughs> wine wine drinking age women uh when when we get to it it's kind of funny but um oh that that's was the whole point of that story was to point out that i'm curious well i'm not curious because you told me you enjoyed lifting the logs you enjoyed putting up a berm you enjoyed clearing out the the whatever and i i'm not going to try and sell this type of experience of contentment i wouldn't say happiness but this kind of purpose I'm not going to try and sell to a 22 year old because they're still like college and party. There's other new things that are novel. They haven't experienced yet. But if you are getting older and you're like, man, the movies don't do it for me anymore. The bars and the nightclubs don't do it anymore. You got to not necessarily get to work, but you got to get to some kind of craft or production. And, and I think that that novelty uh, uh, will be rekindled. You'll, you'll discover other because there's always something to work on or do. And so the house has been a really good chewing bone for me uh, mm-hmm. in that regard, as well as getting in shape. Hmm. I mean, I have the same thing with my clients. Like you could say, yeah, but isn't it all the same? No, because everybody's different hmm. kind of thing. But like I got Alex to lose weight under the weight he hasn't seen in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, another client, Governor Megatron, who is in the chat yeah, as we well. Know. I know his real name. I mean, he's under a weight he hasn't seen in years, mm-hmm. things like that. We got Dante who wanted to gain weight, who never, who was now a weight he never had. 
things like that. That is just amazing. Right. It's like it's per- my knowledge I, and expertise is really helping these guys. And I'm I'm wondering if it's the fact <laughs> that that it validates your existence. Not that we're seeking <laughs> validation, but like it counts. <laughs> validates your existence. No, no, no. I'm being ser- serious. <laughs> like, like <laughs> let's okay, let me count, let me present to you I the miserable you Democrat socialist leftist female. Who's going to save the world? Like Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, your Scandinavian sister, Thunberg. Thunberg. Does does her life matter? No, no. It will not matter until she actually affects change. Now, in her mind, she needs to stop global warming, save the planet, save the worms, whatever. Help the children, help the minority. I, I I don't care. She is, and and that's all you have, especially if you're a secularist. That's all you have. Is did I have an effect in the real world? Was I right? Was I correct? I don't mean in a moral sense, but was I accurate? She will waste her entire existence in this, this her blip of an existence in this universe will be pissed away being ineffectual. She will not have mattered. And as microscopic as a thing as it might be to put up a retaining wall or help a client lose weight or gain weight. At least it's it's like you send out a ping to the universe, you know, like a ping. Uh, that's what computers do to see if there's a modem at <laughs> the other end, and then you can open mm-hmm. up communications on the internet. It's like a ping to the universe. When you have uh, productive, successful results, that it, it's a confirmation that, yes, you are correct, and you kind of matter in a little bit because you did have an effect in the real world. And so – I think somewhere at our recessed brain minds, at least those of us are sane and not a Down syndrome baby who's going to save the planet like Greta Thunberg, at least we get that. She'll never have that. No. And so I think that's legit. Not even the clients or the retaining wall or whatever, but the audiobook even. You and I haven't talked even before the audiobook was released. We only talked talked via email. But Mm -hmm. even that, my name, is now eternalized unless you pull a dick move and like <laughs> delete it from Amazon. It's like, ah, fuck you, Jack. It's like, right. ah, da, da, da. but that to me was also an accomplishment because mm-hmm. when I didn't know you and I only read your books, I was like, oh my God, Aaron Clary, what is cool. Guy. And then I got to know you. It's like, I, I screwed you over with the truth poem. Eh, no, man. that was not in all honesty. You got me with the Elizabeth Holmes one. I'm like, Oh, damn, oh yeah, you got to dress like good. that. Why, why, you, you, you want to be a lightning rod? Go ahead. That's that was a good one. Like as of late, you were a bit rusty. I'm like, oh, come on, Clary, you can do better than this. For a month. I I was I was taking a break, but go on. Like I'm you sorry. you can do better than this. Come on. And then you hit me with the Elizabeth Holmes one. I'm like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's a good one. That's a good one. Came back from vacation. That's right. Yeah, that that's back to level banter. I'm used to of mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. but. From that to like meeting you, things like that, me still being anon on YouTube to now like narrating your book. That to me was like, God damn, look how far we've came. What like, what about Troy no. Francis? You've narrated a, a bunch of his yeah, that books. Too. Didn't that give you like put you on the map? Yeah, that too. Oh. Like that was awesome as well. Like, wow. Because like Troy is British and he has a good voice, things like that, doing his own work, it would fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. And him trusting me with that, that to me was also like an achievement. Like, mind you, I'm not even English. And here I am narrating books in a language that, Boy, isn't that my is first. that is a point because he does have a good voice. He he does. he does, and then he's got to outsource it. That, that is kind of a confirmation, you know. You know. Yeah, that was just 
like with your books as well, because you could have picked anybody. You had a good narrator, things like that. No, I didn't have a good narrator. We've we've gone over this. His voice was people, good. I have people with great voices, but most of them are millennial little kuantahas who have a fucking emotional breakdown because they're weak pussies. That's what it was. God gave them. There's multiple ones. God gave them a great gift with their voice. I don't have that voice. You don't have that voice. All right. Most people don't nope. have that voice. Then comes and before. Before they were of working age, the technology came and an industry was formed where we need audio books. We need narrators. Yeah. And they could make $25 an hour in $2015, which is more than a living wage, not having to go to high school. You don't have to go to high school. You need a microphone, you need a computer, and you need free editing software, video audio editing software. And what do they do? I'm having tough times. My parents, I'm living in my environment. Oh my God, you fucking pussies. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And no, I, I had, I ha not kidding, not kidding. Nearly every narrator I've had, there's a couple that has had an emotional millennial Gen Z breakdown because they are weak men. That's that's what it is. So here's the question: Were they ever really narr? Did I have them available? Were they nah. great narrators, or were they temporary great narrators? But then became little whiny little bitches because life just threw normal balls over their plate, and they couldn't fucking swing at it with their pencil dicks. This better not be a situation where one of their parents has cancer, and you're just being a dick. No, 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 no. I, 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 I no. And, and even, okay, let's let's say they did have cancer. Let's say they did have cancer. Did so he have throat what? cancer? Don't you, yeah, exactly. Let's say their parents had cancer, right? Let's say there was something truly tragic going on. My question to you, and <laughs> what does the world does the world fucking stop? My dad I learned cancer. that in an my early My dad age. has cancer. All right. Now, thankfully, it's not it's not terminal. They caught it early. Very common cancer. Ooh. All right. Well, no, every guy older than me in my family has cancer. I'm I'm the oldest cancer-free male in my family. All right. Mm -hmm. But it's coming. All right. Now, uh, does that change? Does time does God come in with his mighty God power? Say, whoa, Aaron's dad has cancer. I'm gonna slow down time for Aaron. So that he can handle this and deal with it. Or is God like, no, I'm a fucking dick. Life is going on just as normal, Cappy. What oh, happened? I remember that very well from when my mom right. died. Right. Like, Your mom, you came through. Did, did, did the European Union come and say, whoa, Jack's going through some tough times. Let's slow down reality for him. Dude, nobody gave a shit. No really? Shit. Right. And so, I mean, teachers who should have given a shit. But of course, they're lazy sons of bitches. What let's say they gave a shit. Would that change anything? No. The worst mm. time in my life, guess what? I still had to get up to go to work. I still had to put food on the stable. I had to perform in three different capacities, keeping a fucking smile on my face this entire time. You know why? Because no one gave a shit. Hell, the world doesn't know. And nope. you you could sit there ah! and we are not talking bad shit. Like, oh, my, my family is a little bit noisy. I don't know. Get a fucking apartment, pussy. Work a fucking job. Then you did leave I, the toxic environment. Did I actually show you a picture of that table I made? I didn't. I didn't oh, shit. Made a table. I made wish. out of Legos. Oh, that would have been cool, too. But no. Uh, 
I don't have that much Lego yet. Was this a therapeutic <laughs> table you made? No. So, okay. The thing is, this room is actually a bit too noisy because it's too close to the road. So right. I can put this desk into the other room, which is way better for narrating. But mm -hmm. I was like, fuck it. Now I have to like flip the desk, pull it over, blah, 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 put it there. So I was like, do I feel like doing that or is there a better way? Now, if you remember, I used to have these giant bookcases, which mm -hmm. I made myself. They're in the attic. So what I did was I screwed them all loose, got a couple of the planks and like the board that was the back of the um, case. Yeah. yeah. I just grabbed that. I sawed the planks in half and I made a crummy, almost unstable table with them is it the one you're on now no no no, oh, no. Oh, this one's okay, good right. all right but, yeah i know it's because it's shaking all over the place no I'm... i shook it oh good purposefully oh, oh, oh okay all right i know your little man strength can shake right, anyway the table. onto your crappy third grade table <laughs> oh, all right yeah. oh now we're getting to you i move on oh, okay no 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 what i want to i want to hear about your crappy table i was like okay is it can it stand yes yeah. can it hold the mic yes good enough mm -hmm. so this if this was this crappy unimaginary table that the only thing it resembled of a table it had four legs right <laughs> i just moved that up lifted it up put it in the chamber got the mic on and i narrated your entire book on it this this crappy like maybe 20 cent table yeah but it worked you got to save that table wherever you go now because you know, like, because oh, when I was in Portugal, table. yeah, when I was in Portugal, my father found it and he was like, that's not a table. I'm like, dad, that's the point. He's like, no, you can't use that. And he threw it out. And while I was gone, he made an entire new stable table. I'm like, dad, you did know that audiobook project was a temporary thing. He's like, well, yeah, I did know. I'm like, you didn't know, but the table he made looks yeah. great. Is that a thing with Scandinavians? You're good at making furniture because I read an article about idea. all the Scandinavians, like they're they're they you know fucking send sentence in up in Oslo, wherever the fuck, and these these uh, boomer Scandinavian parents have like these big, massive, heavy wood oak pieces of furniture and they give it to their soy boy noodle arm uh, Scandinavian children and they're like no we don't have room for it in our one bedroom half a toilet I Ikea furnished place no no I don't know what that is but no my dad is the kind of guy who okay so I'm the kind of guy who's like what do I need I don't care how it looks I care that it works mm -hmm. so that table like it functioned it, it may be able to sit down and narrate, and that's all I needed. And then my dad is like, we can do that better. <laughs> so he throws out the thing, and he makes a better one because you need that. It's like, Dad, I don't need it. Yes, you do. Now sit down and shut. Just let him love you. Just let him be yeah. a dad. Just let him. Look, my old man, <clears throat> I got this piece of crap car, right? Surprise. Uh, and uh, in Minnesota, in Wisconsin, there's salt and grime and crap gets on the cars you gotta wash it off so i go over to my old man's place and he absolutely adores my girlfriend if i come by myself which has happened during the winter time with my crappy car it's all covered in sand and 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 gook and gunk and stuff all right mm -hmm. and so he he's like hey uh, dad can i use the downstairs garage 
to wash off the car. He's like, yeah, yeah, here's a bucket. Here's the thing. Go wash it. Okay. I go down there and wash it. If my girlfriend's with, oh, oh, he's like, let me wash your car. He will go out. He will drive it down in the garage. He will spend, I'm like watching him. I'm like, dad, it's good enough. No, no, no. And he's scrubbing it and getting the wheel wells and everything. And, and when he's done, not only does it have that, that beam of light, even though it's in a garage, it comes from the sun and hits it. And it's got that gleam. You can even hear it go. Cling. So I'm like, what, what? It? And all it is, is he wants to make sure, you know, he loves you. That's all they're doing. You know, you can just feel the love and appreciation he never had for you on your girlfriend's car. Well, see, he does it because he <laughs> does love me, but he, he actually does love her. If he did it for me, that'd be odd. That would break the mail code. We could have been like, yeah, hey, here's your bucket. Here's your soap. Get out of here, you dumb kid. Oh, send a little, well, not a little, a tall uh, gal with a set of legs. Oh, then all of a sudden he's like doing this, doing that, doing everything else. I'm like, what? Hey, what? I mean, yeah, my dad's the same way, but he, like, I think that is a man thing, I guess. He shows it in actions, never in right. words. Oh, God, no. I no. tried that. I tried that once. I'm like, because I've remembered, like, Hey, my dad never hit me. He never did. Right. Right. Not once. Right. Not once. Because, like, he never had to kind of thing. Like, I was afraid enough of that man not to pull shit. Right. Like, the, the presence fire. was enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, the setting fire thing. That was something completely different. Did you, like... Try to run interference with your brother not to tell your dad, and then like your your goal was to have your dad not find out somehow. No, no, I mean I couldn't get under uh I couldn't get away from that. He had to find out. But here's the thing. So the police called mm. and they got my dad on the line. The problem was it was my dad's birthday. Birthday. That's right, yeah. Birthday. <laughs> and um he picked up the phone and they said, we have your son. And his first response was keep him. And he mm -hmm. hung up mm -hmm. a couple of hours later, because it was in the middle of the night, they called again to the house and they got my brother. And he was like, well, yeah, I'm his brother. And he's like, well, we need his dad. And my brother went, well, that's going to be an issue. <laughs> and the officer is like, what do you mean? Well, I could come get him and there will be no problem. The old man could come and get him. And you're going to have an issue in the office. <laughs> so you choose, my friend. Mind you, it's his birthday and he's pissed off. <laughs> so the officer was like, okay, you know what? For, we'll make an exception. You come and get it. So I walk out of the police station after spending a night there. And there stands my brother, dearest, with... A shit-eating grin on his face, like going ear to ear. Oh, I'm like, yeah. You oh, yeah. I'm like, you oh, shut yeah. up. I'm like, you shut up. You've been arrested. I'm like, you've been arrested as well. He's like, yes, but the thing is, not on his birthday. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And we drove home, and my brother turned the car, and I had one foot out of the vehicle, and he raced off. Like I got, I barely stood up. Like holy shit! And he was off. He's like, "Fuck you, kid. Have fun." That's like, and that's how that went. Mm -hmm. Luckily, when I walked into the home, he wasn't there. So I yeah, said, "Yeah, you had to face room. him anyway." I mean, it's not like you're gonna avoid your dad. He's around somewhere. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I sat in my room and I heard him come home. And he he got some groceries. And I remember because we had this one floor home back then. And my room, when I opened the door, you immediately saw the fridge. But Because for some odd reason back then, our fridge was in the hallway. I, I don't remember anymore. And I was immediately in front of him. Although he was packing the fridge. Yeah. I stood there in the door opening. I'm like, Dad, can I? And without even finishing that sentence, <laughs> that door of the fridge, he closed it. He threw it. And he's like, what the hell do you have to explain? <laughs> I didn't even mention the word explain. I, he, he caught yeah. that. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, do you know what you did? What you could have caused? Because if that factory actually went up in flames, yeah, that would have been like a an, an insurance case for years. Oh. The problem is, five years later, they actually demolished it. Okay, well, so you're that kind was of kind of helping them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually kind of stupid, but he was so pissed. Now, fortunately, though, that only lasted for about a month or something, because then I had to go. Because, like, I was 17 when it happened, and I had to go to some institution for... Or community juvie service or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that, community. At least they, they needed to have a conversation with me. Mm. And my dad had to come with, because minor. And we sat in the car, and he parked the car. He's like, you're going to shut up. And not a word. And mm. listen. And, I mean, when that old man used to say that, I knew enough. He's like, you're not a word. I'm like, okay, sure. So we walk in. And all of a sudden, my father starts smiling and doing, and the man from the institution comes up. Oh, you must be Mr. Napier Sr. He's like, yes, 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 I'm that. And you must be the young lad where, uh, why we're here. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's why we're here for. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my dad goes like, wait, I hear dialect. And the man goes, yeah, I'm from Groningen. And that is a province in the north of the Netherlands, mm -hmm. which my father happens to came from as well. All right. You know, it's two miles north of your town. Sure. Yeah. Like, no, no, whole, no, no, no. The whole, it's, it's the whole country more. is five miles wide. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're it's you're from more. that, re from the north. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. North. From the north. The right. north remembers. And for, I don't know how long, maybe an hour, hour and a half, they did nothing but talk about that province. Mm-hmm. And the towns they grew up in, and whatever, and how how joyous it was, and how college was, time, and right, the girl. Uh, oh my God, and Groningen! Oh, it's so amazing! And I just sat there like, "What the hell are you two doing?" I'm sitting here awaiting my sentence of death. And the man of the institution, all of a sudden, like, kind of wakes up from the whole conversation. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're here for you. What did you do? Arson? Really? Nothing caught fire, did it?" except for the little wood you took. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have to give you something. It's like, uh, you know what? Six hours community work. Six hours, yeah. okay. Six hours community work. You can go home. By the way, Napier Senior, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. It's been a great conversation. He knew what he was doing. And I just sat there like, what the hell? And we walk off. My dad looks at me. He's like, and that's how you do it. Yep. And we just drove home. I'm like, what? what? It only took me like a couple of years even before i finally realized what he did <laughs> like, holy shit it man the times i 
see, I don't have kids, but there's times where I have been like, shut up, just shut the fuck up and let me do it. And, uh, it is amazing how much smoother things go that way. So, uh, you want to get some super chat so we don't fall too far behind? Cause I do have some articles. Ooh. Some of which are interesting. Oh, did you uh, see the article I sent you? Real no, quick. what did you send? What is okay, it? Okay, okay, we're we're gonna get angry. Real... The, we don't have to read through it because I got no, I no, no, no. We're gonna I get angry. Back, real I, quick. I have to go ride motorcycles today and fill up my hot tub after I clean it. I have a lot of responsibilities <gasps> today. You, know? you as a professional podcaster, cigar. This is a tough life I live. Damn it, very tough. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> But okay, let's get angry for a bit. The article I sent you about the paid transition leave. Is this over in, in your little... In my socialist hellhole of a country. Right. Like, you know about the paid uh, pregnancy leave? Right, now you get paid transition leave. They want paid transition leave. And, and, and followed by an article that says, well, apparently trans transgender community members earn less than cis white straight members it's like which was utterly predictable yeah no way mm -hmm. basic economics <gasps> really <laughs> so well, let me, let me ask you this was this just a proposed piece of legislation or are they going to actually vote on it and it looks like it's gonna they're going to vote on it okay and shit good. like that why is that good jack why is that good you know why the same reason it will be great that they will forgive student loans because people like you and me and the people in the chat, at least I hope so, most of them will be prepared for the coming onslaught of reing and inflation and poverty and food shortages. And we're going to sit there. How did you do that? Can you do that for me? The whole the popcorn and the train. And let's watch this show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. That, <clears throat> that requires the collapse to happen. Yes. And it is. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a one better. This is. Can you value anything? Unless you worked at it. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, you, you want the deep philosophical answer or the, the short one? Just the short answer. Okay. The short answer is no, but so no, no. How miserable is your life? That you have a college degree, you've gone to school for almost 20 years, and you still don't have your financial act together. You you need to have people bail you out. How how enjoyable is your life that you think you're entitled to other people's money for a gender reassignment surgery, which again, I'm not against you doing that to your body. It's your body. I'm just but not gonna pay for more it. importantly, <clears throat> more importantly, do you think let me ask you this question? The percentage of people here or there, doesn't matter, globally, that want to go through gender reassignment surgery. What percentage of them are legit? No, I am not a man. I want to be a woman or vice versa. And they straight up want to do it versus what percentage of them are losers that have glommed onto that to give them some kind of purpose and value in life because they're too fucking lazy to go work a real job or do something productive. Which, well, there's a 50 for. Yeah, there's a 50 percent chance we're going to find out real soon. What, what are you talking Tops about? Tops to everybody who got that joke, by the way. It's a dark joke, but... Oh, all right. <laughs> well, here, here's my point. I, I would I call bullshit on most of these people who claim to not be straight, all right? Are there legitimately gay 
by or, or otherwise not straight uh, transgendered people. Yes, absolutely. All right. But when you see the polls, I don't know what's like over in, in Scandinavia. Uh, but here in the United States, 20 percent of Zoomers claim not to be straight. It's like, no, 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 no. You're just trying to be popular. All right. How happy are these people going to be with their lives? N not very. They will never be as happy as I was with the thin blonde who was like, yay, hi, mm -hmm. with the C slash D tits. Mm -hmm. I could just lay my head in and forget all my sorrows. They will never reach that nirvana of peace. Will they, have the, will like, they have the nirvana of peace of hauling up logs up a thing and putting up a berm in Portugal? The, the blonde with tits was better. Like, okay. That, that, that's <clears throat> non-comparable. Let's remove. She's gone now. No longer oh, blonde, blonde no. with tits. I know. You, let me ask you this. Will they ever enjoy putting together an unstable, crappy table for podcasting purposes? No, never. No. Never will they waste their entire lives vainly trying to find happiness through claiming to have traits or implementing traits, modifying their body, or simply claiming to be instead of actually going and doing. Will they ever achieve happiness? No. No. Whether or not a collapse comes or not doesn't matter. Those Evil people are miserable motherfuckers who have no awareness of other people and therefore cannot interact with other people except to the extent to enslave them and tax them and parasite off of them. And if your entire life value is about traits or using it as an excuse simply not to work, fine, you could have your communist utopia, you're going to be a miserable son of a bitch. And I am so fucking happy that your one shot in this fucking universe is being pissed away. I'm glad. Because you're trying to steal my fucking money and make me a slave so that you, whatever you could pay for your rat bastard crotch fruit children from five different fathers, your worthless joke of a degree, your nonprofit career, or if you want to mutilate your body when you are legit, not trans, but it's going to get you popularity. That's fine. That's fine. Here's the money. Be it's the worst thing you can do. If you really want to harm a homeless person or a panhandler, what do you do? Give them money. Give them money. Keep them alive. Yeah. Fucking lootly. That is Have the worst. Lootly. Dude, that is the worst thing you can do. I keep telling people that if you have people with addictions or whatever, let them suffer. Cold turkey. Do not give them money. Do not extend your hand. Yes. Yes, it hurts. I know it hurts because you're emotionally attached. But the best thing to do is rip that band-aid off do not fund them but hey then all the little children holding yeah, hands and go. giving them money it's like jesus christ like come on how hey, long have hey, we been hey, giving whoa 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 oh, whoa 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 oh, speaking oh. of worthless people you're not depriving liberal white women of their give yeah, a good person whoa you're not taking that away from are you yes i am Oh, God, no, Jack, you can't, because then they might have to actually go do oh, no. something in life. Oh, no, I'm making sense. No, I'm being banned from YouTube. What would liberal white women do without being oh, no. able to jerk themselves off, helping out problems that isn't theirs? And never Maybe their husband. Them. Wow, get sexually active with your guy again? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What would, that re what would that require, Jack? Being attractive. And that requires? Work. Work. Well, hang on now. 
Can't I just vote to take my husband's money away to help out the losers of society continue to be losers? No, did you see that, by the way, the whole uh, since the Roe versus Wade thing? By the way, real quick, media scum. Like, this is not Republican or Democrat. Democrat. Media is scum. Media is scum. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I mean, the whole Roe versus Wade thing, I'm not even an American, and I know this. Abortion isn't illegal. It was just given back to the states. Nothing more. Yeah, that's it. In in the Netherlands, they were protesting your country. It's like you saw these women screaming and a couple of guys in between them. I'm like, you, you sneaky motherfuckers, you male feminist. You're gonna be future R words. Are are those guys getting laid? No. Are they wasting their time? Yes. Is there? Good. Are they gonna die? Yeah. What will happen on the deathbed? Absolutely nothing. They Waste say, of time. They say, all I did was agree with women, and I didn't get any pussy. <laughs> oh, what pussy they did get was of the Greta Thunberg type. You know, kind of like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. She's an adult now. I can make that joke, right? Yeah. Christ, I mean, let me double check. Hang on. I don't want to get busted. Greta Thurn, Thurn or Thunberg? Thunberg. Thunberg, 19 years old. Okay, we're in the safety zone. Okay, there we go. All right. There's there's another example. She ever gonna find love? She ever gonna have production? She ever gonna have kids that actually she enjoys? She might procreate, but is she gonna be a loving mother and get happy children? No, no, no. Isn't it wonderful? It is lovely because you know why? We can let go. We can let go of our anger and frustration of the people who try to harm us indirectly, because that is what it is though. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest here. Even like with my friend in Portugal, we were talking about, about Dutch politics. And I asked him like, why do we do this? We're here in Portugal in the mountains yet Dutch politics still bothers us. He's like, well, you do want to be prepared on what to do when you're in the situation. I'm like, okay, that's true. That's true. But in all honesty, like the people trying to indirectly harm you, which it is, mm-hmm. they will suffer so fucking they, much. It's it's so and you know what what is really sad is the lack of human contact interaction and relationships they're gonna have. Because if you are by nature a parasite where you are where where you are the most important person in your life, which which you should be for survival purposes. I get that. <clears throat> but when your interaction with other people is how can I parasite off of them? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, how can I contribute to a relationship that we both mutually benefit from? That is such a lonely, miserable existence. Like I know this one gal, uh well, uh, Chad Elkham's ex-girlfriend. We could talk about it. there's a perfect example. She I was- still want to read that email. Oh, I got SS Cappy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was okay, bitch. Shink, shink. Every possible place shot brilliantly laid. Um, that person is such an arrogant solipsistic, a solipsist, uh, a solipsistic individual. No other person exists, and she's miserable. Why? There's no real human interaction. Everyone who interacts with that individual knows this person is trying to get or scheme. Uh, uh, attention, resources, uh, whatever, out of other people rather than contributing, rather than being a pleasant, enjoyable person. And that that self-deprivation of human contact and interaction, I would call it love, whether it's brotherly, familially, romantically, lustfully, whatever type of human interaction, it's over. It's nothing. 
you, I'm, I'm not joking like, why are you alive? Really, why are you alive? If all you're here is to consume resources and skate by and work as little as possible because you're lazy, I don't know why you're alive because you're missing out on a ton of things. And so it, it, it's it's a real debate, if, you know, and then you got the, the argument, well, are NPCs even alive? Are they just the masses trying to get by and consume resources? Well, you're a fucking robot, and that's that's a miserable existence. But if you could take the time to be empathetic and think of others and say, maybe there's joy and happiness to be found and interacted with other people, maybe I shouldn't be a weapons-grade Kuanta. I mean— I hate to give you a compliment. You know uh, I it do. hurts. I, I know. Oh I hate God. getting compliments too. So. God, do I hate this? I mean, you're fluff such my an balls, Jack. Fluff my balls. Never, never. <laughs> but couple of two things of the greatest advices you gave. Mm. Bachelor pad economics, till which till this day I still hold, is number one the greatest asset somebody could ever have is other people because mm -hmm. like Portugal, the scenery and every, everything was beautiful, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't have been as cool if I wouldn't have my friend there. Right. Like I can do the dumbest shit of going to the grocery store or whatever. If Watson is there, it's already a hundred times better. Oh yeah. I can like, yeah. I can like podcast or whatever, but if you or Rob are there, it's already a hundred. Even times Rob. Better. Wow. Wow. I mean, you I yeah. just use for the audience. You almost have a right, hundred thousand subscribers. I want me a couple of those. Here. Right, right. Like, right. Oh, I don't care about you. <laughs> the sad thing but, is, I don't think it matters. As long as you're above a thousand or a hundred thousand, you still get monetized. I don't think there's any benefit at it. I mean, in all honesty, the audience I have is switched on and I enjoy it. I rather mm -hmm. have like the 2,500 I have now with the like, Hundred very switched on guys. Then sure, like, sure, absolutely. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But what the other one was, get paid as little as possible as you need. Like they're gonna take your money anyway, mm -hmm. but you control how much. Right. And it's kind of like with because you don't need much. The whole one plate, one bowl. Like get Cappy's minimalism course because then you don't have to read you lazy backs. Which is open for enrollment now at Teachable, by the way. And I'm going to be closing it pretty soon because I left it open the entire vacation time because I didn't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And, like, no one signed up. I'm like, okay, do I got to do I, – I apparently have to advertise, which is what I didn't want to do. I know, I know. But, look, guys, it's open. It's going to be closed once I get around. After I, I'm done with my luxury day, my day of luxury. Luxury. Right? Just fill my hot tub. With 50 and, whores and grapes. Yes, yes. See? I'll sit in my hot tub and smoke my cigars. Yeah, And be fed grapes by 19-year-olds with yeah, big titties. Nah, not in South Dakota, no. Oh, no, no. That's oh. not going to happen. You know, Sorry, I got to tell you something funny. Um, <clears throat> Through an odd course of conversation, um, my girlfriend was like, well, what are the... Because in Vegas, you know, there's prostitution is, is not legal. But somehow it's still there. So she's like, well, what are the girls like in Rapid City? I'm like, they're hideous. Really? Um, and she's like, well, let's, isn't there like a site? And I'm like, yeah, they're like Backpage or something. Like, so we looked it up like, oh, whoa, whoa. The the ladies for rent in the South Dakota. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's it's just hideous. Just absolutely hideous. That's what but, I wanted to talk to you about. Rook, can I, can I go piss and grab a coffee? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, keep the troops in. Here, here's why I want you to do. Look up this girl called Jessica Asaf. Asaf. A S S A F. Kind of two S's. Asaf. 
not Middle Eastern, interestingly enough. Uh, but look her up and you tell me how much fun she's having in life. I'm going to go. Oh, my guys. God. I can see by her smile alone. She's not having fun. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mercy. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is bad. This is bad, guys. Holy shit. Ah, Robert, their tits are big, but their bellies are bigger. Huh, unfortunately, yes, that be the case. Oh, unfortunately, so what's this? Look at the chat. A couple of my guys are here. Marty's here. John Fox is here. Atham's here. Atham's more of a cappy guy. JD is here. Vince H is here. Hold down the fort, Jack. Oh, I will. I haven't got a new fort. I'll show you guys on the... Truthcast, maybe coffee cast. I'll show you the fort. Is my window open? I don't even know if my window is open. Quick post cringe and John Watts. I did notice you. Don't worry. Uh, we have to get over the super chats. Advanced apathy. Why does Jack Napier have a Michelin cap? Well, because I can. I was like, I'm podcasting with Cappy. Let me wear a cap. It's nothing to do with my hair. This time it doesn't actually. The bit, Governor Megatron, Surveillance Wizard, Loner 6N. Loner 6N? I don't know how to pronounce that. Hey, Jack, your farmers are angry. Yes. Yes, they are. Ozzie Mendias, the misanthrope. Rorschach and comedian are based. Yeah, like Ryan doesn't remind me of Rorschach. Rorschach is too angry, and Ryan is more zen. Ryan is more aloof. I have no idea who Ryan reminds Ryan reminds me of Ryan. There's no fictional character that comes to mind, actually. He does remind me of a real-life character I uh, used to hang out with. Sort of an older brother figure. Don't tell him that. Uh, how was your Friday fried chicken, Jack? I didn't have fried chicken today. I had fried chicken last week, which was amazing. Asking for a friend? Huh. I still build tree forts at 46. My man, you should do that. Here, Wayne 64, Cappy. What? Are we uh, doing super chats now? No, 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 no. This is just oh. a comment. He still oh, okay. builds tree forts at 46. Good. There Good were... for him. Oh, oh, this I wanted to tell you. So, okay, yeah. yesterday, because I did uh, pick up shifts at the uh, floor factory as soon as I came back. And there was this kid. When was this? Wednesday. And we started chatting a bit. He's like, oh, I still do go to school and blow up. Like, okay, uh, what are you studying? He's like, uh, well, commercial economics. I'm like, oh, okay, commercial economics. Yeah, jerk off. Um, I'm like, oh, uh, did you move out to dorms or did you live at home? He's like, no, I did not move out to dorms. Okay, so it's the other option. He didn't want to say that or something. So I told him, well, financially, that's the best decision. And here it comes. Mind you, this kid already been studying economics or at least commercial economics some kind of financial analysis type of thing yes for two years and he says well that doesn't matter that much like if you get a good job that poor that pays 4k a month you can easily pay off that 50 euros a month of student debt i'm like wait you just did two years of a degree that is focused on economics mm. and 
So I took the average student debt in the Netherlands, which is 21,000. Isn't that much? That's not that much. And I'm like, you studied economics for two years. So they say, they say, and you could not calculate that it would take you 36 years, at least without interest, to pay off that student debt. Yeah. You fucking moron. But he he made the choice to amortize it for fifty dollars a month, right? He's he's he's. Yeah, we can do it. that here. Okay, like, okay. I don't know why, but it's like really, you're going with that as an economist. Yeah, but did you, you try, really are the world's greatest did economist. Did you try to? Did you try no, to intervene? No, you, you didn't. You do. You decided it was not even worth it. It if you study economics for two years and me, true, some true. some fuckboy with a mic. Can read some other fuckboy fuck with, with a mic dot com. And can read some other fuckboy's fuckboy with a mic his book and understand economics better than an economics major. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna try. Let him burn. Have but most fun. most like, okay. You, you see, I don't know what it is like over at Brussels, but um, the European Central Bank is probably doing the same thing as the U.S. Central Bank. Our economists. Did you see the article? Economists shocked. There's inflation. Like, what the fuck? You have to understand, most economists are truly dumber than shit. They, they're good at math. They're dumber than shit when it comes to economics. And I've got a couple people pissed off like, what makes you an economist? You don't even have your dissertation or PhD. It's like, yeah, that's why I'm a better economist than the ones that have their PhD. Because I didn't have a bunch of Keynesian bullshit brainwash me to not think independently and economics isn't that hard i mean it's really more of a philosophy they're they're, they're doing their they're jerking the, off the, the math but this guy yeah that's your average economics major they're they're just a liberal arts major it's they, all oh, long term oh, jesus fucking christ and no it's all short-term payment sorry about that low no long-term thinking where it's like hey maybe i don't want to pay 50 euros a month for, for 36 years yeah. because i have to it's like <clears throat> really, you'd think they would learn long-term consequences, but no. And you know I, what? Never fucking mind. You know what? Guess, guess where he's going to be with his college degree? Nowhere. Working at the floor factory. That's it. Mm-hmm. Living at home. I, just, yeah. just let, just, the, in addition to the absence of human interaction and human love and the grand term that I used it uh, for, <clears throat> The other reason these people are going to be miserable is the confusion. Yeah. Because no one told them. No. Nope. And that that is really, you could see it now in the females of my generation uh, who are confused. Like, well, where's the love? Where's George Clooney? Where's all this? And I think most of the guys my age are just, gee, I don't know where he is. Um, yeah, don't worry. Your prince will come. Oh, yeah. Just, you just keep, you go, girl. 50 is the new 30. And I think we're just, why? Because it's, shh, let them suffer. Let them burn. Don't do I mean, anything. Rise of the economy. anyone? That article? Oh, yeah, I got my big popcorn for that, man. I'm just going to be, um, 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 and, um, what was it again? Like half of women five. Yeah, I forgot the numbers because it's 45% of something 45 or something 50% of half, short of half. Of women mm-hmm. of marrying age will be married, and I think somewhere equivalent amount will not have kids. Yeah, but like, okay, I gotta ask. Yeah, you and I met because of enjoy the decline. 
and everything till the last detail is now coming to fruition. Yes. How does it feel? Feels great. Because <laughs> again, it gets back to that. I hate to use the word vindication, but it verifies that I was right. I was saying I'm alive and I am I'm anchored in the real world. And the the rest of the people are fucking they're wrong. Sometimes so wrong to the point they're mentally insane. Did you uh, see and- that press secretary? The, the the United States is in its best economic state ever. It's like <laughs> no. wow. I, I I did not see it, but but you know, is, is she a middle aged woman who works government? Uh, she's a diversity hire. Is she a middle aged woman that works government? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I hope she has fun lying for the Democrat Party instead of like being a mother and raising some kids and hugging the kids. I'm. I, I'm. I hope sucking Joe Biden's dick. And and promoting socialism was worth her one preciously short, finite life on this planet. You want some good news? I love good news. This is about people okay. suffering who called me all No, names. it's about oh. people enjoying their lives. Oh. You would have loved this. So my Tradcon friend and his hot wife, with all due respect. Oh, I know these people. Yeah, yeah. So they found out that their son of now three years old, I oh, believe. Oh, good age. Having fun at three. Is in love with tractors oh good okay he is he He just loves tractors and he he got this (laughs) he got this little uh rideable tractor for his birthday and he Mm -hmm. has some uh, a carriage with it and his mom is has her own strawberries so he's like he's picking the strawberries and putting them in the trailer and he's driving around the yard with his tractor Uncle Jack has to get him a farmer's hat. What if yeah. he got him a John Deere cap? That would be cool. Oh, boy. I, I already got him some Ben and Jerry's because, well, he likes strawberries. So I got him the small Ben and Jerry's ice cream with sure. permission of his dad, of course, right. because it's like, yeah, you don't want to like pump him full of sugar when the parents are like, no, we you don't know, do that you here. You know what? Okay. In addition to the John Deere hat, you got to give him a little thing of overalls. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, like, no Democrat woman with her MBA is going to enjoy that. All right, no. that little yeah, you got you got to get him the hat with the overalls. Mm. No, it's just amazing to see. Like, this. hey, you you want to know another thing? Uh, Democrat government women will never enjoy children, right? But Geronimo uh, is big enough now; her limbs can stretch across a door frame. You oh. know what that means? She they can, can hug the, you better. I, no, she can do the Spider-Man climb up the door frame, holding her legs like to hold her weight and then climb up to the top of the door frame. Oh, wow. Yeah. Another I thing. Another thing. Careerist Democrat women will never enjoy. But that's all right because you don't want children. And oh, gross. Raise your children. That's all right. But I, their parents got to see her do it. I said, Mom, Dad, look. And so mm-hmm. got to do that. That was very exciting. Uh, I mean. In all honesty, I am still in dubio of getting kids or not because, like, when I saw that little brat, I was like, oh, that is amazing. And, uh, no, no, it, 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 you and I have been through enough times. Our uh, genetics have been impaired. Uh, it, 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 I, you, you do you, but I'm like, I, I know very good reasons not to have kids for myself. Yeah, but that, that's the whole thing because, like, I listened to Molyneux as well. It's kind of like, okay, I got damaged. Uh, like, I really got damaged. There is some emotional scarring in that brain of mine that I might not even be aware of. And, just and you the, might pass it on. The smallest 
little chance of me doing something subconscious that will harm that child is just mm -hmm. unforgivable. Mm -hmm. That is just something I cannot live with. The Molyneux's argument is, yeah, but that that will only make you more suitable to become a better parent than you right, ever right, had. And I'm right, kind of right, like, eh. right, right. Hey, hey, hey. I got. I, I'll, I'll, I'll end this uh, discussion here real quickly. Oh, book of numbers. Were, were there, were there some uh, quality women that are making candidates? No. Oh, oh. There's no wife material on the. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. oh. Well, you're just fishing in the wrong hole. Maybe you attract the wrong type of women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. That's it. It's like, uh, like even if I decided, like, you know what? There's going to be a Jack Jr. someday. Present me the woman who I wanted with. It's it's not going to. It's yeah, looking bad. Yeah. It's looking bad. Uh, and, I mean, I try. I have dated a, a wide array of women. And not physically. I like to keep that in a, a bit the same. But, mm -hmm. like, educational-wise, things like that. Higher education, lower education. If she's in the West... Uh, she's you're not getting her best. There's an uh, actuarial study that was put. Oh, out. I did not narrate that. I don't know that. I did not narrate this. I'm no. trying to remember who narrated that. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I forgot who narrated it. Um, the same one uh, who did all the previous ones, right? I'd I'd have to listen to it. I have had when when the millennial touchy feelies, when the crybabies had a, had an event. When they had had an emotional breakdown, I would have to go and hire people directly from Amazon's narration service, and those guys did okay. I'm I'm actually not begrudging those guys, but uh, if if that was the case, but I I don't know who narrated what book. Um, to be perfectly honest, I have to listen to it. I thought you were friends with your narrators. I I am, and I'd like to think I still am, but these guys need so many fucking kicks in the ass. Because I am pissed off because I never had an opportunity like that. Never. I never had a gift like that. Um, and I and for them not to avail it and do the whiny, simpy, boo-hoo-hoo, millennial, oh, I have social anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And so it's, 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 it's not that I'm not friends with them, but I have absolutely no respect for them. Um, could could be my dad like in the back of my head or just me not wanting to piss you off but i am always deadly afraid to come with to come up with an excuse like when you asked me to do that i was just very clear on i would love to do it but the last time i did it you weren't happy with the product so i right. want to make 100 you, you, you sure you did it you, you you fucking put forth the effort right yeah and so that's that. I never had you. Oh, I need a. Oh God! Like, you ever have? You ever try and hire an artist? Uh, like, I, I, I've, I've been trying to hire an artist to draw a pinup, and um, I, I, I'm like, I'm thrown in the towel on this one. Um, it's, it's like, okay, look, you guys have this great ability to do art. Well, I don't know how to make money. I'm a starving artist. Like, I don't know. Show up and do the job on time. And do more jobs. So, but anyway, I'll let's but get through some super chats here because yeah, that I'm too. off all by. This is not a super chat, but this is 100% correct. This is uh, Ryan Stone's Achilles heel. Ryan's cool, but I wish you wouldn't type so much in the chat during rule zero. It's so fucking loud and distracting for the audience and other panel members. He needs to stop. <clears throat> Dead on. Dead on. We've told him, and it's like, hey, Ryan, there's a mute button. But I don't know. Maybe Canadians don't know how to work the mute he, button. He's only wrong about one thing. Jack Green, he's not typing in the chat. 
He's playing Minecraft. Is that what he's doing? He's playing. <laughs> is that what he's doing? Yeah. He's either playing Minecraft or Tekken. <laughs> you want to do the standard Chad Elkins thing where you read the super chats? I would love to. Okay, all right. I would be honored. Dutch farmers be mad. Mexican flag poop. Atham, two dollars. Thank okay. you, Atham. That's all right. Scrolling down. <clears throat> I think we're kind of far behind on the super chat. Yeah. Hat and Clogs, 43.34 for $2. Trigun is getting a remake. Please, no. Really? Please Hang no. on. Is it going to be anime? Please, no. Uh, news from Hat. Trigon Stampede trailer up. Uh, news. Hang on. Uh-oh. Is it anime or is it going to be a real life action thing? Oh. Uh, with the new trailer, stylistic interpret to plot the Trigun is off to an interesting start. Trigon Stampede has certainly been big news in the anime world. The new series is set to be one of the biggest events of the year. Return to the world of rip up up uh Nicholas Wolfwood is one of my heroes. Uh, he is one of the coolest guys ever. Um, Wait, Nicholas Wolfwood, what? is that the priest? That's the priest. Yeah, I was just yep. about to say. I, he, I defends the, he defends the children and kills everyone else. That's what I love about him. He's With like, his oh, big all... fucking cross gun. With his cross bazooka. It's uh, and he has his little donation box for the children. Yeah. So, all right, maybe if it isn't woke bullshit, I mean, if it's made in Japan, we stand a shot. Yeah. But like, I'm looking at images of Trigun Stampede, but I don't like the art. Hang on, let me take a look. Trigun Stampede. Mm. Oh, like about the audiobook, I did. Like I listen uh, back to it and I'm kind of like, oh, I am not doing certain things the next one if there's going to be a next one. Because there was one, because I'm stupid enough to read your comment section on the segments you posted. And like there was one recurring thing where it's like, did you use an automated voice? And I was kind of like, really? Yeah, don't worry and then I, I listened back to it. I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I hear it. But so what I did with normal phrases... Mm-hmm. I had a pause in there as well. And what I did in editing was I removed a bit of that pause, with, which made it sound more less fluent, actually, and more robotic. So mm. I'm not doing that again. Uh, did you record it and did you deliver the product on time? I did, Captain. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, <clears throat> here's the deal. Uh, you show me narrators that show up on time and do the job. Let me know. It's just, this is the new economy. Like, uh, you know, we got, it's like, did you show up? That's it. That's all it's going to be. Oh. Did you let's find go. it? Come on, oh. come on, Chad Elkins Jr. I, let's go. I thought you were still looking at the animation no, for I, Trigun. The anime is kind of different. It, yeah, you're right. Atham for $2. You did not take me to the swinging rope oh, in South Dakota. Oh, I didn't? Oh, we got to take Atham to the swing. He probably would. He probably would. Yeah, with all his caving experience. Sure, sure. Oh, well, we... we... Okay, I got to scroll way up. You know, YouTube could just make it easy and stop refreshing the screen on the super chats. <laughs> Vince H for five dollars. Contrary to popular belief, you do actually need to validate your own existence. Yeah, I guess so. Because how would you get up in the morning? You wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, if you don't exist, then why would you? I mean, that, that would go right to suicide. That would go right yep. to depression if you didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So. 
Hats and clothes. Real, real quick, real quick. What kind of life do you think it is when you validate yourself through your girlfriends and your girlfriends all like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like, do you really believe it deep down inside, ladies? Like your girlfriends just think you're amazing and you're beautiful. Like that is that synthetic fake validation where like women just kind of sing the praises, each other's praises all the time. And they listen to a Lizzo song. I got to imagine that diet of fake validation can't be good for the soul or the mind. Like after a while, do you really believe the Taylor Swift songs? Dude, women are vicious and will tell the most ugliest chick in the world. They look great just to keep her ugly. So I don't believe anything they say. (laughs) Hey, can you translate the uh, math on this for me? Okay, hats and clogs, 43.34 for $2. I am 84 kilos, which is about 160, 175 ish. 175, all right. 90. Uh, yeah, around that. And 173 centimeters. So that is five foot. Oh, by the way, I'm not 6'2. You, 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 every time you Four? mention me, you, no, I'm six, five, 11 or six, six foot. Flat? Yeah. Five, 11 oh. or six foot. Because when you talk about me, you make me out to be this ginormous monster. Well, I thought you were, I thought you were, I swear to God, I, I, I thought for sure you were a couple inches sh- uh, taller than six. Uh, no, nope. all right, but you're kind of short for uh, for Dutch a Dutch people. guy, yeah? yeah. I'm short no. for a Dutch guy, so all these idiots who keep saying, Man, no, women only want six feet, it's like, Hey, the Dutch entered the chat, morons, like, fuck off. <laughs> it is such a cope. It is all right. Like, what is okay. what is one what is 173 in American? That would be uh, 180s, I think that is five nine, five nine. Okay, he's my height, yeah, all right. John Watts, four ninety nine. Cappy, Cappy, get your CPA. Jack, get fit. Me, okay. Look, he's getting there. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's getting. Oh, this girl. I'm glad we stole her from Terrence Pop. This is my uh my mistress down in Australia. No, okay. Donna Hannaford for five Australian dollars. Cappy, it's one thirty a.m. Friday night, Saturday morning. What are you doing on this time? Aussie Tindo solar panel. Kits and batteries are the best. Get them. Oh, yeah, you're getting I, solar panels, aren't getting you? Getting solar panels. I'm sure the installers already have the solar panels they want to install. So uh, I, I appreciate it, Donna. So, uh, But soon I will not be reliant upon the American public for my energy. Nice. Hey, isn't it nice your neighbors are firing up the coal plants? Isn't that nice? Germany's firing up the coal place. No, That's not cool only Germany, Netherlands as well. And I'm laughing my ass off because oh. we have a new minister of environment and his whole campaign was him standing, standing in front of coal plants uh-huh. with the line, we're going to shut this down. Uh-huh. And now that he's finally minister of environment, he's going to have to start him up. I was laughing so hard. It's like, I oh, can't. serves you right, I, you son of a bitch. I hope you get the coldest fucking winter in 2022, 2023. I hope Europe gets hit with such a fucking cold freeze. And you sons of, not you, Jack, of course, and you sons of bitches, you pompous, short-sighted fucking morons, like begging for nuclear power. And people Putin's gonna laugh voted his fucking them. ass off. Putin is laughing his fucking ass off at you all. Uh, I, for one, welcome our Russian overlords. I yeah. don't agree with Putin. I will be very honest in that because he mm-hmm. did some shady things as well. But it's like, hey, either you have a strict 
conservative father figure for a leader. Now I don't see him as a father figure, but it's like you have the nanny state or the per, the the fatherly state, overly strict would, religious father. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather have that than mm. that pompous nanny state we have now where it's like oh we're gonna we're gonna make sure you're not gonna buy enough meat because the environment and uh piss off so okay uh this is gonna be a longer answer are you okay with give him a or? short no i gotta get going i i have a luxurious damn it i am an upper middle income white male <laughs> white man i have to sit in my hot tub I have to smoke cigars, I have to ride my motorcycle, and I have to walk to all the homeless encampments and say, why are you so poor? Why are you so poor? <laughs> so, okay, let me get this straight. So you have the hot tub and cigars, cigars, and somewhere over here is spending time with a European friend you haven't seen in months. Well, uh, yeah, because I've been on vacation. No, there's work. I know. I know everyone. This, no, this no, is no, I know my place in the world. Yeah, I know my place in Cappy's no, world now. I, look, I didn't. I barely did anything. It was all I did was work on the house. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I got. I kind of we got because I do want to talk about some other articles here. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Red Hawk for four ninety nine. Jack, best way to bulk up. I'm six foot and one fifty five pounds and want to gain some more muscle. Okay, Red Hawk, the Short answer is this: You don't have to bulk. And if you want to get the if you want to get the long answer, go to my channel. So just YouTube Jack Napier knows. I'll put it in the chat as well. My channel here is da 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 da. Go there and type in the search bar bulk, and you will get a podcast with me and Drew Bay, and we're talking about the whole bulking cutting thing. Drew, where knows it's actually yeah. Because it's just bullshit. If you stay consistent with going to the gym, getting your minimum amount of protein in, you don't need to bulk up with all the body fat and things like that. You just need to be patient, get your protein in order, don't have an excessive amount of calories, and you will gain the muscle nonetheless. Good. On to the next next. Atham for $1.99. Super sticker. I don't know what it is. You can't can't see see what it? it is either? Uh, I think I can. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep your doggy scrolling. Look out for the whoring dog hide. Uh, poop. It's poop. It's poop. Mexican poops. Okay, good. It is the real atom. JD for two pounds. Wonderful fake tan, Jack. Fuck you, JD. <laughs> you lie, me bastard. <laughs> I hope the UK sinks into the ground. <laughs> Hats and clogs. A forty-three, thirty-four super sticker. Can I see that? I think I can. Where are you? That is the fox who says my hero. I think he means me, not you. Probably you, yeah. Uh, Bacon is in the house. Everyone subscribe to the goddamn Bacon. I'm going to binge on him. I, I, I'm I in the mood for some Bacon. I uh, I listened to some Molyneux for a while. I'm like, okay, I'm getting suicidal now. And now I need a little not bit really. of message. Well, not really. No, I'm too good. I'm, I'm not going to kill myself. I will not give oh, people the pleasure. I mean- I like Molyneux, but I have only one gripe with him. No, two, actually. But the number one has got to be his his ego gets in the way when he gets a donation. Really? Yeah. He, found him no, like, he got, oh, man. like, there was this guy who was just thankful of him and blah, blah, blah. And he gave him a $1 donation. Yeah. Now, whatever this guy's financial, situ- financial situation might be, whatever and no matter how much you value your own work somebody took the time of day to give you one dollar and molyneux just went off on him 
It's like, I do all this free work and blah, 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 and you only give me a dollar. Are you really? unappreciative? Yeah. Wow. No, I'm appreciative like, for all the one and $2 super chats. Look, don't get me wrong. I understand that, like, Molyneux is allowed to have an ego. He is. He's I mean, let's be honest. He's he is productive. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's absolutely did a lot of free stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I understand that it's kind of like, really, $1, but don't don't say it out loud kind of thing. Just say thank you and move on. You're I, an adult. You should know better. One thing I'll disagree with Molyneux, free markets, capitalism, free markets, uh, charge for your shit. Oh, no, no. It's all donation. I don't want to do advertising. I don't want to do sponsors. Like, okay, fine. But he no. is his own advertation. He, he is, and he makes his money through donations, which I'm fine. That's his model. But I'm like, okay, look, buddy, you know, it's a voluntary exchange. People pay for ad. People will tune into you. People won't tune into you. You're all about volunteerism. Like, but it's his choice. He could do it. Now, let me, let me explain something um, about, about podcasting and, and YouTubing and all that. Uh, you mean because you're in the one dollar, two dollar, you know, you might th three a We got a ton of super chats we got to get through. So let's okay, okay, okay. Vince eight, go. 10 bucks, Clary 2024, make Americans work again. Yes, there was a next on delay. Hey, I'm scrolling, and because YouTube makes it difficult, get your boomer hands working. We're on the schedule here. Come on, this girl wanted me to be uh Ron DeSantis's running mate. I don't think that's gonna happen. Atham for $5. I am a tall Mexican. Jack is a short Dutch. Is that so? We are the same height. Mexicans are short. <laughs> Mexican flag, poop, Dutch flag, poop. No, that's and Mexican poops, Dutch poops. Okay. And Aaron is gay. Yeah, you're you're gay. Yeah, I'm I'm totally, yeah. Dane. Like, look at this. Look, Dane. Isn't Dane a great guy? 1999. That is some, that is some Chad, Chad Elkins money. Now hunted. Uh, now hunted in Alaska, one bull elk, two wolves, and now heading to train kickboxing in Thailand, then going hydrofoiling in Hawaii, writing a book, The Coolest Way to Blow 100K. Cheers, boys. Dane, send me a copy of that book, and we will promote the hell out of it. That sounds like a great book. Nice. That sounds like a great book. Well, next, Andale. Hat and clogs, five dollars. Have some monies. Can't wait hang to on, visit you, Captain. Let me. I'm not sure. Uh, Jack, let me explain another thing. Um, you can go faster the super chats when you got like three of them. But when you when you're when you are a luxurious middle aged upper middle income white tub sitting cigar smoking gallivanting white male fossil hunting thousands, thousands. You have to scroll. Lots of chats. Lots of super chats. I can't just move on. I don't have three people in the audience donating once every week. I have thousands upon thousands of comments I have to go through. I hear the first couple of minutes in, of this podcast in the background. Does the world care? Does it care? No. Are you a millennial, Aaron? I'm a <laughs> I'm a busy, important podcasting person with a used motorcycle. Doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Next super oh, chat. Adding clogs. Yeah. Okay. Next one. It's up. It's up. Read it. No, I've already read that. Have some monies. Can't wait to visit you. Yeah, Captain. Be sure, sure to have, have Twinkies on stock. stock. I don't think you read that one. Yes. 
Our future MD1 for $10. Thank you very much. Cappy, if I choose to be an altruist, would you suggest me showing my millennial brothers how to fix their lives or teach Gen Z how to build houses for cheap? No, you're going to I I would I would not. If you want to be an altruist, be an altruist. But save your altruism only for the deserving people, of which there is no... Like, oh, all the Gen Zers are deserving or not deserving um, because you're going to find nearly everyone is a douchebag piece of shit that doesn't deserve to be pissed on. Um, so I would save your altruism only for deserving people, just like your friendship. Yeah. But I think if you want to be an altruist as as something like would would be core to your life philosophy because you want to do good for society, I would abandon that. Uh, as a primary goal and make it a secondary tertiary goal and just kind of focus on more of a, I hate to see it a hedonistic because there are so few deserving people, so few uh, that altruism is, is largely a waste. Uh, and, and it's not that you're looking for reciprocation. You, you once again are looking for validation in the sense that it was effective. And so helping others, most people don't deserve help. Most people are not helping themselves. So I would, I would, if you're going to become it, reel in your expectations and save it only for the people who are deserving, regardless of what generation or gender or race or anything like that, yep. um, you know, uh, and uh, if if but I would find some other purpose and reason to live than your fellow man right now, because most people are douchebags. But if you want to be altruistic, donate to Thor and Missy at their GoFundMe. Just search Thor Missy GoFundMe. Because they have medical bills and Missy needs a lot of medical uh, care and attention. And, and that was she doing? she's doing better. Um, <clears throat> I mean, God almighty, she's able to walk again. You know, that's a miracle. Um, or had her out driving. So that's good. But she's weak, you know, and she her body is trying to recover best it can. And they're trying everything from like stem cells and all that. It's just, you know, she got crippled, man. And um she she's she's doing as good as she can she's putting in the effort but um mm. yeah you know the last thing they got to worry about is finances so kind of help them out yeah juan the aztec patriarch for the dollar 99 super sticker come on come on come on okay it's a super sticker i think he just gave us 99 cents that would be nice I hope he, juan hit me up yeah. with an email let me know how how that law thing went with the kids and all I want to make sure you still got your kids. Nice. Uh, and Athlon for the $2. Aaron is a golf alpha Yankee of F YouTube censorship. You know, Athlon never gives me this amount of super chance. It's like, uh, that's because he, uh, he's, he's, uh, I don't know. He feels charity and pity upon me. Mm, and yet I've never, gave for pay. From, from I understand. Athlon. Yeah, I know. I, I've never received a compliment yet. He keeps showing up. He keeps showing up in the, in the podcast, you know? Uh, <clears throat> anyway, where'd my hang on? I threw it all the way up. Give me a second. <coughs> liberal, liberal, middle-aged white men. All right. Uh. Uh. Good news. I'm on. I'm gonna let's let's test you here. Okay. Ready for mm. this, Jack? Okay. Let's go. Um. Good news. Colombia elected a a pretty. Hard socialist, borderline communist, former, uh, not FARC rebel um, as the president. Yes. Why is that good news? Because then the country will suffer even more. Why, okay. Why is that good for us? We're going to get more immigrants. 
of what variety. I mean, not, not even immigrants. We could go down there. Why would the good Venezuela collapsed? Why is a good Venezuela elected socialist? I'll let you think. Well, other than the suffering that they caused upon themselves. There's, there's uh, justice there. Oil market, blah, blah, blah. They're not even able to produce oil because that requires intelligent thought. And I won't lie, uh, white male technology. That's what's going to require. Yeah, I mean, refugees to the states who will find out there's no magic soil, but they're... Uh, uh, they're... You don't even have to go to the U.S. Immigration or emigration, they're leaving. Who's leaving? The productive people. Uh, It always happens in common. Why? Come on, man. We're we're young, virile guys. Why is it why was it good news Venezuela went socialist or communist for Colombian males? There's your hint. Because women finally understood where their real value lied. Cheaper pussy. Now Colombia, even more cheaper Latin pussy. What good is, times. What is another added benefit? To the Latin pussy with socialism. Another added benefit. What does communism do to the pussy? Makes it cheap and And it makes it it available. Thinner. That too. Hot because, you know, there's going to be that communist weight loss program. That That works every time. Thinner, hotter, more desperate chicks. Mm Mm-hmm. It's uh, you do know, ironically, I'm trying to prevent women from that, pointing out how they voted for free shit and they're going to find out real quick. Uh, but you know, that's all right. You guys want to vote yourself in the process. I mean, uh, you you gave me a business idea like personal training on a nationwide level. You want your population to lose weight? Install communism. Oh, what's the price of Ukrainian pussy right about now? Has that gone up or down? No idea. You have to ask Tate. Mm. I think he knows. All right. <laughs> um... <clears throat> oh, um, hang on. Let me look. I should have pulled this up. Uh, Rapid City. Um, where'd it go? Uh, hang on, hang on. Okay, here. Uh, would you like to hear a little good news, happy news? Yeah. So my buddy Jay came to visit. He's my black friend. And not my token black friend. That's Richard. Richard was my token black friend. Jay, That means you're not racist. No, no, no. Because if you have your token black friend, that means you just bring him along. Because I don't actually like my buddy Richard. I just brought him along because he's black. Jay is like a legit black friend. So So he came out and visited. We're we're driving around. And we saw some elderly ladies, middle-aged and older, um, riding bikes, motorcycles. And they all had a Toronto patch. They're from Canada and that they all had matching jackets. They're a legit motorcycle club. I'm like, look at these gals coming all the way over from Toronto. Like that's not a short ride. I was very impressed. Very impressed. Well, turns out here's what this is. Hundreds of motorcyclists roll into town ahead of the Sturgis rally. Uh, Hundreds of motorcyclists are rolling into the black Hills and it's not for the Sturgis rally. Decades ago, two women had the idea to start an organization to empower females entering an industry traditionally associated with men. I don't think they did it to empower women. I think they just <laughs> so it's fun, all right? Because this mm-hmm. is how far back we're going. Well, the Motor Maids were founded back in 1940 
on the premise of showing women in a positive light in motorcycling. I don't think it was that, uh, Miss Aaliyah Burgraff, fucking lying journalist. I think it was just some cool broads back in the day wanted to have fun. <clears throat> it's a male-dominated sport even today, but in the 1940s, was very rare to find a woman riding her own motorcycle, explained Anne Hovdenis, hostess of the 82nd National Motor Maids Convention. 82 years later, Motor Maids remains one of the oldest continually operated women's riding organizations in North America with more than 1,300 members. Once a year, bikers across the United States and Canada come together to meet and hang out with the women in the Motor Maids community. In, 1990, in 1966 and 1989, the Motor Maids came to the Black Hills. So after a long span, it was time for them to come back and enjoy, you know, the Black Hills are a biking mecca. All riders like to come here and visit said Hobdenis. Love the Black Hills, just love it, said Dorothy. Look at these names, Dorothy. Dorothy Wilward, a member of the organization since 1964. Hang on. We got to do the math. All right. It's 2022, right? Yes. Okay, minus 1964. All right, so that was 58 years ago. She had to be at minimum 16. That woman is at, at minimum, at minimum 74 years old. You got a 74-year-old grandma lady, minimum, maybe more likely 80, riding motorcycles to, to the Black Hills. Isn't that amazing? That's that's a real American woman. That's a real strong independent woman. I bet you Dorothy didn't fucking need a student loan bailout and might have actually been nice to her husband. I don't know. Dude, uh, I'm going to give credit to like my buddy's girlfriend who was with us in Portugal. Yeah. Small, frail-looking girl. Mm -hmm. Hardest-working chick I've ever seen. Holy shit. Carried the rocks, carried the cement, did not complain one bit, did not mention her gender, studies, agree, men, women, but nothing. Was nothing but kind and friendly and supportive and you name whoa, whoa. it. You mean feminine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> even though she worked like she worked like an ox. She was still feminine. Oh, that's nice. Um, <clears throat> uh, visit Black Hills back in the 60s. Although a longtime member of a female motorcycle organization, Wilwert was first introduced to her love of bike riding by a man, her husband. My boy oh. boyfriend at the time, he had a motorcycle, taught me how to drive a motorcycle. Didn't know nothing about them until I met him, explained Wilwert. Ultimately, it was a friend who convinced her to join the motor maids. Oh, once you get into it, it's just fabulous. Many people going to different states, going all over, said Wilward. It's that shared interest in adventure that keeps that continues to bring women together every year. Well, God bless them. Uh, the the what is it? Motorcycle maids? Yeah. Motor maids. The motor maids. I'm I'm happy. Well, isn't that sexist though? Maids. That includes they clean. Oh. Mm. Can't have that. Well, they should have motorcycle women with the Y. I think that would be. <laughs> Remember that stupid meme? Oh my god. Ah men and ah women and then that stupid dog. Because you know why it's ah men and not ah women? Uh -huh. Because the Bible only has hymns. Ah, that, ah. <laughs> was that the dog with the punch? Yeah, that, that uh, stupid husky. Like I love that husky. That's uh, all right. Um uh, uh, I gotta look this up. Boomer hands typing slowly. Here it is. Pops right up. Props right up. 
Um, you have a positive opinion on Gen X, right? You think like we're something cool or something. I don't know many Gen Xers. I know you. I know Rob. Rolo's Gen X, apparently. He is older Gen X, yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan's millennial, yeah, older one. You, uh, my generation, it's not, we're not cool. We're the least douchebaggy, okay? I can understand compared to the boomers, the zoomers, and the millennials, we look like the Fonz, but we're still shit. Um, this is from Business Insider. Decades after graduating college, Hang on. Millions of Gen Xers lives are still dedicated by student debt. Now, there are two people that are prominently featured at the top of this. Take a wild guess their demographics. Middle-aged, liberal, white women. You are correct. I don't know. I think this, yeah, that one is white. That This one may have um, a little uh, mixed race, uh, but it is middle-aged, white women. Quack. Point. Remember uh, Kevin Spacey? No, from uh, House of Cards. Never Always that one episode. Never saw an episode. It's, it's pretty good. First two seasons. Yeah. Quit after that. Yeah, that requires sitting down and watching television. That's Troy sad. Francis is a uh, Gen X as well. Yes, yes. According to a 2022 report from the De Education Data Initiative, 43% of college attendees nationwide say they've incurred some type of educational debt. While most news stories about student loan debt focus on millennials and Gen Zers tackling or avoiding student debt, Gen Xers in their 40s and 50s still struggle to keep up with monthly student loan payments. You're, you're about to approach, you're in your 50s, right? You're 10 years away from retirement and you still have student loans. I There's this small little book out there about less than 100 pages called Poor Richard's Retirement. Now, I ain't saying you should read it, but you could. And you might, you might uh, fix your financial situation. Indeed, millions of Gen Xers are still living with the burdensome student debt. According to a 2022 report by Federal Student Aid, there are 11.4 million borrowers between the ages of 35 and 49 with a total of half a trillion dollars in federal student loan debt. Even former President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle didn't finish paying off their student loans until they're in their 40s, as reported by CNBC. What's it like to live with student debt in your 40s? I don't know. You're a tragic fucking lazy loser. Like, you know, Jack, Jack. Are you ready yeah. for some crazy economic wisdom right now? <laughs> crazy. Hey, y'all. Is everyone sitting down? I'm going to, uh, me, me, world's greatest economist. I'm going to give you the secret to paying off your student loan. No, no, no. Are not you, the world's greatest economist. Has, has student loan debt not plagued us for almost like two decades now? <sighs> yeah. Is this not a scourge, right? If only there was a solution, right? I'm gonna, if, I'm gonna solve this multi-trillion dollar problem. You ready, Jack? I am. Hit me. Work a second job. <gasps> uh, but, 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 but I have another. I have another. I yeah? want to add to this. Right. Sit down, Sherlock. Oh, okay. I'm sitting down. Why not? Before, before you choose to go to college. All right. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. This is gonna be a kicker going to be like the 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 uh, holding on discovery so of gravity oh what what the you know, what socrates level inspiration and in before you go to college yeah you do research on what job opportunities whoa whoa oh my god i know 
Wow. Million dollar idea. Who would have thought us two podcasting schmucks would have come up with these two fuckboys with a mic and two fuckboys with a mic. Sounds like two turntables and a microphone, two fuckboys and a microphone. Um, What's it like in Georgetown, Texas? Are you ready to hear about the stupid white woman? Oh, yeah. 41-year-old Vivian Perez earns $50,000 a year and has student loan balance of $91,000. According to records viewed by Insider, typical monthly student loan payment is $500. Those her payments are currently paused due to the pandemic. Perez tells Insider she started pursuing a degree in pre-pharmacy at 18, but later changed her mind to study biology. I am somewhat sympathetic for her here because that is not a, it's a hard degree, but it's not an employable one. So I will tip my hat here. Perez took out student loans to cover the cost of her tuition room and board and meal plan offered by the school. So she just studied and didn't fucking work. Dude, you know how many people here in the Netherlands as well are like, oh, but at least then I'll have a a college education. And I'm like, yeah, but in what? Oh, that doesn't matter as long as they have a college education. I'm not wasting any more of my time trying to convince the people who aren't alive. The people who might as well be dead. The people who are dead, that that they should maybe choose the correct degree. I'm done with I wrote a book. I tried to stop people from doing that. All I got called was isms and a party pooper. Fine. Major in sociology. I don't care. Hope you fucking waste your life. It's the most direct path to you wasting your life. Crippling your like It's like, good. good. I mean, you you do know, and I, I'm being deadly serious about this. Worthless degrees is, is like the single worst thing happening to young women. Right now, today, and in the past, you do know that, right? Uh, my apologies, but I am missing the part where I should care. Right, and that's where right. <laughs> You're right. I don't care anymore. I've only got called was misogynist and, and mis- uh, other things where you hate women apparently because I'm trying to stop women from ruining the financial. Fuck it, done. Go, girls, get your fucking doctorate. Get and, and, and then in a couple of years, die, you die of, of diabetes at 63 and all you, all you, it's like, wow, tragic fucking waste. It's like, and then I can't find the man and blah, blah, blah. And then me, yeah. six foot tall, handsome Dutch guy goes on a date and it's like, yeah, okay. But what did you study? Art history. Oh, hey, uh, it might be a weird question. Nobody ever asked you this, but how's your student debt? Oh, I have like 15K in college debt, but, you know, I can pay that off later. Hey, you know what? I just got a call and my dog died and I just got my dog like two minutes ago and uh, I I just have to go home. You know, I have diarrhea (laughs) all of a sudden. Would you like to hear the plight of Brandy D. Leo? Oh, I do. Seven-year-old Brandy D. Leo of Beaufort County, South Carolina. Would you like to hear about her problems that you yes. caused because you're part of the patriarchy? Yes. <clears throat> According to her records viewed by Insider, Leo earns sixty-seven thousand a year. That's handsome, right? That's enough. Mm-hmm. Student loan balance is one hundred twenty thousand, with monthly payments of six hundred forty-eight that she continues to pay. Leo says, "I was working and living penny to penny, especially during undergrad while I was waiting tables." She was working. What school do you go to where you accrue one hundred twenty thousand dollars in student loan debt? I, I'm thinking medical school, maybe law, but especially in the '90s or the early aughts. Okay, tuition was that a high? So you either went to an overpriced school, or you didn't know how interest accrues. Because you failed fifth grade math despite having wow. a college degree and you didn't make payments on your student loans and then it grew 
Oh, I'm I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I I kept thinking all day like there was something I wanted to discuss with Cappy, but now I remember. Yeah. As as with everything, mm. I'm sorry, ladies, but you're always one step behind the curve. We are fixing the student debt crisis because we're not going to college. Bingo! Men are solving the student debt crisis by initiating the free market. We're just not going. We're just not going to go. We're going to go become tradesmen. We're going to go become truck drivers. And and three. remember those commercials? In three short weeks, you could be... Well, no joke. Now there's such a labor shortage because all you pussies majored in dumb shit. Now it's like, hey, in three short weeks, you can be making 80 grand a year driving a truck. The dude who I went to Portugal with, he's a carpenter. He gets like 12 grand a job. It's like, holy shit. But I don't want to become a carpenter. Yeah, but you don't have to. I want to become. I want to help the children. <laughs> I bet you do, groomer. I bet uh, you do. Hey, Leo says I was working, living penny to penny, especially during undergrad when I was waiting tables. I really felt like the only way I would stop living payday to payday was if I went to college and was able to get a degree. Plus, I knew I, that I couldn't have access to retirement or health care if I didn't go to college, which is bullshit. Twenty-five years after graduating from college, Perez and Leo still feel helpless when it comes back to paying the student loans. What did she study? Um, Leo, guess what she is? She's a Leo. Oh, wow. Oh, where's that pun dog? Oh, that's so bad. (laughs) Leo, a licensed social worker who's been working with nonprofits since 2006. Uh, okay, look, ladies, just they can't afford homes in the current market due to their debt. No shit. Did you girls also vote Democrat to have money printed go burr under, admittedly, both Trump and uh, by, uh, uh, Obama? Mm-hmm. Four years ago, she made the difficult decision to sell her home, move in with her elderly money to facilitate her care. With her work options stunted by the pandemic, Leo is unsure she'll ever own a home again. Puff piece, sorry, is a, is a Leo Aquino wrote this. C-E- P.F. C.E. Leo Kino. They them. (laughs) Of course. Savings reporter. Before joining the insider team, they. That's her. They. She's a plural or it's a plural. I don't know what it is. It could be a. It looks like Pat. They covered relationships, sexual wellness, beauty, fashion, and more. Oh, always uplifting light stories of BIPOC and the LGBTQ communities. You can reach Leo. Oh, oh, Leo Aquino. Uh, I want to refer to my, I want to see, let me see how many Twitter followers she has. Oh, I remember Twitter before the dark times. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if Leo Aquino has Twitter. And not that it's the end all be all. I just want to see if you know, I am you better have more than me if your job was to do this. That's not him. That's a guy. That's a guy. Legit is That's no moon. (laughs) (laughs) That thing's a guy? That's not it. Um, We got a lot of Leo Aquino. It's very common. Well, there's a lot of Leo Aquinos. Uh, uh, is this the person I'm looking for? Are you? Right, no, okay. All right. Well, there you are. Um, so Gen X, not 
not that that's what we talked about. I don't want to talk about that mass shooter's father. Here, real quick. Oh, let me guess. He wasn't available for comments. So the father signed off on a gun purchase for his crazy son. And I, I just, it's like poster child for boomer parents. You look at the kid that shot up everybody, obviously mentally ill, like just look like a fucking wreck. And the dad's like, there was no indication. And, and I'm like, hey, fuck you, buddy. You are at least partially responsible for the deaths of all those people right there, Mr. Crimo, shut the fuck up. And, and yeah, it's, it's just the, well, uh, in, in all honesty, it's a rare case that the dad is even still involved normally like with, and don't pin me down on this, but I believe that like for 90% of mass shooters, it's all single moms. It, it could be, but it, it it's a broken home. They're not together. Yeah, broken home. Mom is mom runs a, a a spirit crystal homeopathic bullshit online site. Uh it, it doesn't not everything's hundred percent correlation. You have parents that failed to raise just look at him. No one stepped in and says you're not getting a rose tattooed to your neck. Now if you're living at my house. And just to see the non participation of the dad and the mom. To let your son grow up to become that thing. Don't tell me. You just, just say you didn't want to be a dad. Just say you wanted total abdication of responsibility. And and I I just I've and for him to say there's no indication, I swear to God, I want to find him and kick him in the nuts. Mm-hmm. And, and not kidding. I that guy ain't safe because everyone who died because of him, they're gonna go there. Don't be surprised if you're hunted down, buddy. Do not be surprised. I mean, that was a thing in Ukraine, I believe. So apparently there was this groomer who touched the guy's daughter, who was four years old, I believe. And the dad just sat there and awaited uh, the trial of the guy. And he got X amount of years. And as soon as he got out, dad dad was at the jail. And he just went off on him, and the uh, Ukrainian uh, court system said, "Oh, you can't. We can't blame you, really." And uh, he can't. He can't charge you anymore. So, well, uh, there's that. So, mm-hmm. huh, we don't know what to do with this. Uh, nobody's filing charges. <laughs> so oh goodness. darn. Yep. No, I'd, I'd be like, oh, and and would we again? Speaking of people who aren't really alive, if you're that tone deaf that your son looks like a fucking nuclear accident gone wrong. Well, I don't know, no indication. I mean, I don't know if you're alive or not. And I don't think the world's going to miss you if you're gone. Mm. So I just, but that's all right. All right, let's get through a couple final super chats. We'll promote our shit because we're horse. Well, let's see. MJHMN for $5. Cappy likes Croatia. What Eastern Euro country is best to relocate to, Jack? I have no idea because I've only been to Eastern Europe for the Seget Festival. USA will be in flames probably in 20 years. Okay, kid, uh, there are a shit ton of YouTube videos on being an expat in Eastern Europe. They have multiple top 10 lists. Poland, Georgia, and I believe, well, Ukraine, not now, but Romania are pretty high on those lists. Okay, I'll have to check it out. 
Alex Patino, our truck driving agent in the field for the Latino five dollar agent in the field. He's not a regular truck driver. He's a Latino truck driving. I agent. said that. No, you said Alex Patino, our truck driving agent in the field. With a name our, like that, people aren't going to know he's Latino. Oh, my apologies. Very confused. Our Latino truck driving agent in the field, and who is now a client of mine, and who's losing weight and kicking ass. Like seriously, he switched on every week. On time, even though he's a truck driver. He's ex-military. He, he's, he's very punctual. Exactly. Every week, no matter what, he's like, here are my videos of me doing the exercises every month, even though it's 4 a.m. Hey, let's his time. what he has to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Let it burn. Enjoy the decline. Cuse Cuama, why disfruta la de cliff? For some reason, I found an escort service sit in Venezuela. Don't I ask how. Okay, I won't. <laughs> He's got a good family, actually. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. He showed well, us no, videos of his wife cooking. Fly to Venezuela? I'd rather just go to, to Pahrump or something like that. Juan, the Aztec patriarch, for $1.99. One week enough time to drive up South Dakota no, and Yellowstone? No. Because uh, it's going to take him a day and a half minimum to get up to Yellowstone. Because um, he's down in San Francisco. So it's going to take him a day and change to get to Yellowstone. And then to get to South Dakota is at least another six hours. I want, I would just do Yellowstone. What, or Juan, why don't you do this? Take, take your kids to Zion and, uh, and, uh, 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 Moab. That would be, that would be fun. And that's not that far away. Uh, but Yellowstone, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta cross, um, Utah and you gotta get a fair amount north into Wyoming. He's got to go across Nevada, I believe, if I'm doing my geography right. Yeah, it's you need to do both. You would need two weeks. Um, yeah, that's that's the long, one ways a day and a half. Hmm. Let's see. Osama Abdu, two dollars. Jack dating in the Netherlands versus UK. If you've been here, well, like I've been to the UK for about a week, and I did some day game thing, and I got a couple of numbers. That was all fine, but it isn't easy in the Netherlands either. It's like you have to deal with women's abundance of offers. Now, I'm not a bad-looking guy. I'm jacked, things like that, and even for me, it's not easy. So the average guy who's overweight and things like that, I don't think it's much better either. Although, mind you, the average Dutch woman is 10 centimeters shorter than I am, which is four inches shorter, but 20, but just as heavy as I am. And mm -hmm. I am 160 pounds, something like that, 160, 170 pounds. So yeah, they're oh, like... Oh, yeah, they're about the same. Yeah, no, they're five foot. Uh, no, I'm talking the difficulty of dating between. It's oh yeah, the difficulty, the okay, difficulty. There, there, there's a two dollar answer there. We... Vince H for five bucks. I learned more useful skills from managing a Wendy's than I did from public school. I can imagine. I you learn more, dude. Just hanging out with your buddies, you're gonna learn. More. You don't learn anything in public schools. If anything, you learn misinformation. It's, you learn uh, how to be miserable. You do so. All right, that's it for Super Chats. <clears throat> Want to promote your stuff? Yeah, I'm already working on it. Most of my links are already in the chat. Let's see. Okay. So what Cappy was supposed to do, even though I thank him for adverting my one-on-one -on -one coaching, 
I also have a group consultation. It's personal training. Uh, you get a private Discord, weekly accountability where I'm on form videos. You, so you get form checks, a personalized schedule, personalized diet plan, and monthly consultations where we discuss with the group what's going well, what isn't going well, changes, etc., etc. Um, Alex Patino is in there. John Watts is in there, is in the chat. Governor Megatron is in there, is in the chat. And I have one spot left, so you can look that up and link in the chat. I also did a couple of audiobooks for Troy Francis. Links are also in the chat. I did Carl from Black Label Logic. His audiobooks, which you can get here. And, of course, if you want all my free shit, you just go to my channel because I'm back. And tonight... My flagship podcast will return Red Evening with Rob from RobSays.net. And it will be the return show, and it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Let me just show people that so they can go ahead and take a picture of it. Picture of that one there. <clears throat> you got a YouTube channel? When did you get a YouTube channel? Yeah, I made it a couple of years ago. I had some like author, some gay author on there as well uh, who wrote Enjoy the, the Dick. The dick line. Enjoy the dick line or something like that. Hey! <laughs> uh, all right. As for me, I'm, I have to do important upper middle income, middle age, white male luxury. I'm going to go yell at the poor. I used to enjoy hiking and motorcycle riding. Now I just go and I yell at the poor. I, I feel oh, you like throw your, your wasteful cash at them. Stern finger at the poor people. And uh, it's fun times. Uh, my, um, uh, let's do this because I am going to take it down pretty soon. Uh, achieving minimalism is offered through my teachable platform, the Clary school of economic philosophy, search for it. Uh, that will be not open for enrollment. Let's just call it. You got 24 hours by the time I get done pointing my finger sternly at poor people, uh, throwing the- inflated $100 bills. No, I would never Why do that. Are you poor? Pay my taxes. <clears throat> um, so uh, yeah, sign up for that if you want to get your financial act together because none of your none of your financial goals are going to be achieved until you learn to become a minimalist and stop being being addicted to consumer items. That's basically it. And so yeah, it is worth four hundred fifty bucks plus tax. And also, do you know why I charge so much for the minimalism course? Okay, you will get two serious answers from me. Mm-hmm. And then you can do your middle-aged, rich, Quickly, white man to, thing. Oh, yes, yes, two things. One, you put in a lot of effort and you suffered to get the knowledge. And two, and this is what I discovered with my own pricing, you will get people in there who will put in the work and appreciate the value. Right. If it, that's, I want you to have skin in the game. So you were right on one of them. It had nothing to do. It's just I want to make more money too. So it was like this coincidence that I just yeah I'll I'll make more money. Yeah, sure. But I'm I kind of the asshole consulting is the oh okay here's your thirty five. You know, are you really in it? Uh, For five hundred bucks, I have a feeling you might actually get your financial act together. So I need it to. You need to suffer pain. (laughs) You need to have the additional option of a G five airplane. Yeah, uh, and then also is achieving financial excellence, which is more of a brass tax. Like, how do you do? Uh, that's more about the economic nature 
of wealth today and how it's going to evolve into the future. I predict it's going to evolve into the future. That's it. Um, I'm out of here. You want to take us out? Yeah, real quick. I want to advocate for one oh, more thing you did. Oh, okay, the okay, TFM okay. show you did with him. That's a good one on BitChute. Oh, it's on BitChute. Yep. And yep. MGTOW TV. If you ever want MP3s, go to MGTOW TV. Aaron Cleary, you'll find it. Take us That's out. That's it. Toodles.